Hello and welcome to episode number 11 of the Armin Show, the podcast you've been listening to for at least some episodes, or maybe just started. Welcome, I'm Armin, the host of this show. This episode I'm going to be talking about content from chapters 5 through 8 of Jeffrey West's book called Scale, which I am soon to finish and may have an interview on in the near future. It goes over scaling in life as relation to like cities, how they grow, metabolic rate of people, things and their relations, scaling laws. In the great chapter, which is five, there's discussion of energy and certain principles of growth. Not only has human population growth been going on exponentially in recent times, but actually more than exponentially. So this is something maybe to worry about because we've expanded to, what is it, 7.4 billion, somewhere around there. And we're on the way to 10 billion in not too long of a time frame. Food production yields have been maximized and optimized. So long ago, you needed 300 hours to make 100 bushels of wheat. Now you only need a few hours. That's pretty nifty. Uh, we Oh, our sun. The sun gives us plenty of energy, right? We get 10 to the 18th kilowatt hours of energy from the sun each year. And as humans, we only use 1.5 times 10 to the 14th, which is 0.015% of the total. Obviously, we're not going to get all of that, but it, it lets us know we could be getting a lot more energy from the sun, which is quite efficient when done properly. Now, Chapter 6 talks about cities. It's a preview to cities being organisms. Are cities organisms? In many ways, they are. They match what we do. Also, if you have a highway that goes through the center of a city, it can destroy how the city functions because no longer does it allow for a city center. This is why highways through city centers have been opposed across the world. A lot of cities will be popping up over the next 30 years. One a week, basically, that is at 1.5 million people will be popping up. But even though you can build them quickly and have people accumulate in them, you can't develop the culture of a city in one year. It takes decades to have something that you build. You need a long-term vision for that. Now, Chapter 7, big one, talking about cities in detail. A lot of things, you get an economy of scale when you build it in a city, like gas stations. You don't need... When you double the population, you don't need double the number of gas stations. You only need 1.85 times as much. And again and again. So that means in a big city, you can have way less gas stations, way less road length, way less electrical line per person than in a small city. So they're more efficient in that way. That same efficiency actually goes to social interaction, number of patents, Amount of business professionals, it, it's a, basically a direct transfer from one to the other. It's a very a advantageous feature of big cities. Another element is, it talked about our close friendships in the book. 
The Dunbar number, I think, is the 150, is your far-off acquaintances, like your Facebook friends, things like that. 45 to 50 people that you would gather in, gather with in a party or such. 15 to 20 friends and intimate relationships. So these are a closer grouping. And then five close friends and kin. These are the people closest to you. These are the four main groups that you would have. Moving forward. Oh, yeah, and economy of scale. I already mentioned that. It develops in a big city. Now, chapter 8, what happens in a city and also predictions. So the pace of life in a big city it gets faster. People walk faster. Communication happens faster. That's right. People actually walk faster in bigger cities, as you know, like the stereotype of New York and or other lands where people are just walking quickly because you almost have to to keep up. People also talk quicker, more emails, more solicitation, everything. One interesting concept is movement in cities it's kind of like a circle going outward from city centers represents how people travel to them there's an inverse square law so let me give an example of this uh let's say five people visit downtown los angeles from 30 miles away once a month Let's make that actually 25 people. Visit downtown LA from 30 miles away once a month. Well, based on the inverse square law, only five people visit downtown LA from 60 miles away, which is double the length, uh, once a month. So the square root of the number of people, because you double the distance, visit that same place once a month. This is also true for the distance. Uh, or the number of times per month. So if 25 people visit downtown LA from 30 miles away twice a month, then five people visit downtown LA from 30 miles away four times a month. A lot of numbers to follow, but it's an inverse square relationship from visitations as correlated with distance and frequency per month, which I have noticed indirectly, partially. I wouldn't have pinned it down to these exact details, but I have noticed pieces of this. But this is wonderful. It really adds to my sense of cities and where we live at. Uh, the me so we have a rate of you know 2,000 calories a day as a person that we eat, which is about 100 watts. But as far as in a city, our costs are 11,000 watts on average. Why is it 11,000 instead of 100? Because of all the things we get, you know, air conditioning and driving and all these things. Our total cost as a person is now 11,000 watts. And... That is provided by the social metabolism of a city. Yes. So economies of scale are working, but also there's great costs involved. That is a variety of topics from chapters 5 through 8 of scale. I am highly enjoying content in this book because it represents 
how people function socially, how they relate to a city, how a city functions like a person, what grows, what doesn't grow over with scale. Uh, for example, businesses, the number of people is directly related to the number of businesses on a one-to-one -one ratio. That doesn't change. There's one establishment or business for every 22 people. So that has not changed. Uh, that doesn't change based on city size. A lot of statistical information like these facts is in the book, but there's also the important thing for me is a sense. It gives you a sense of the order that structures what people do based on limitation, based on what can be done in their social environment. I find it wonderful. I'll cut it off there. A lot of pointers there. If you enjoy this material, that's fabulous. A couple of little bits to go in the book, and then that will be on to the next book, because reading is fabulous. It's quite good. Thanks for listening to The Armin Show, episode 11. Hope you enjoyed it, whoever you may be. If you have any questions, you can send one or multiple to any of my contact methods, Twitter or uh, on the website. There's a contact form. Uh, Twitter.com slash Armin is my Twitter. Yeah, or any of the other social networks I am on. Thanks for listening.